time for the Double Noggin Knocker Podcast. Hello once again everyone, I am Hash, and uh, this is Troy, what's up dude? Troy! Ah, cut me <laughs> off, nailed it. <laughs> uh, I'm doing well, how about yourself? I'm doing fantastic my friend, we've got these intros down to a science, I say with no sarcasm at all. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, it's the most important uh, meal of the day, you know, you gotta hit that intro. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty legit. The most important meal of the day. So, uh, yeah, man, what's life? Or how's life? I guess I know what life is. It's a cereal. Dude, I, yeah, I haven't really been able to keep up with wrestling lady. Lady? Wrestling lady. <laughs> I've been kept I love the wrestling lady. <laughs> <laughs> Women have no place in wrestling. <laughs> a lady, a wrestler? <laughs> Uh, I just haven't been able to catch up with it, like, with working overtime, and when I do have free time, I like to chill with my daughter and teach her how to throw things. Oh, that's awesome. I know, she's, like, tossing the ball and everything else and thinking it's hilarious, and <laughs> Kristen's teaching her how to kiss, and here I am teaching her how to bash things. <laughs> So here you go, break that. <laughs> Has she become a little wrestling fan yet, or no? Um, I mean, she sells pretty good. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's one of the that's one of the most important parts. People don't uh oh, sell good nowadays. Kirk Cousins uh, just sold a shot to the ribs. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make for some good, entertaining podcasting. I know. I'm giving the podcast 110% while watching football. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I didn't really get to catch a lot of Raw this week, but the only storyline that I've been picking up lately is the Enzo thing. I mean, I don't really understand what's going on here other than the... I mean, like tonight... Obviously, wait, wait, please tell me you don't know what they're doing here. Because that's almost, it's it's fantastic because one of the, the biggest topics I wanted to talk about today was I wanted to roast every other podcast I've listened to this week, how they say they don't understand what they're doing with Enzo. And I'm like, it's pretty clear they're turning him heel. That's yeah, how you turn someone heel. That's, I mean, that's textbook heel turn. I don't, I don't understand, like... I won't even name the podcast, but I was listening to a couple of them. They're, they're just like, I don't know what they're trying to do here, how we're supposed to feel about him. I'm like, how you're supposed to feel about the guy that comes out and acts like a jerk after he won a title by kicking some dude in the nuts and then says that he's better than everybody else and starts mocking the crowd? Yeah, you're supposed to feel bad about him. <laughs> I think we're a little jaded when it comes to wrestling sometimes. Yeah, so that him, was, uh, not Enzo, but... Uh... Neville has been the most consistent heel, like, all year. I mean, he's just been fantastic. Yeah, they pulled the double turn, but I don't know that... 
I, I don't know that they're going to make people buy. I, well, people were already starting to cheer, cheer Neville because he's the only talented one. I don't want. No, that's not the nice thing to say. He's the most talented one on the cruiserweight roster. He's the most uh, put together um, wrestler. Yeah, that's so, a lot of muscle on a tiny little frame. Yeah, yeah, and he can fly. So <laughs> that's a pretty. It's b- just the way that like. Going into his matches, you know, people want to see the high spots, and he refuses to do it, and that's just, I like that. <laughs> I think it's, it's a good way to play the crowd. Yeah, but then that's how he tried to get the crowd back, was by doing his, his big finishing move, and had the rest of the cruiserweights come out and clap him. You know, the people he's been crapping on all over for like six to eight months, so it was a, it was a little bit, I don't know. A little sudden. But, I mean, even... I mean, it's brilliant classic Hill stuff for Enzo to get the little contract that says that you can't touch me or you don't get a shot. And then literally every cruiserweight, you know, jumped on him. So, <laughs> I see them developing this into a storyline where he doesn't have any challengers for months. And then suddenly, like, Kalisto will flip over to the cruiserweight roster or they'll debut somebody we weren't expecting and... Have it been a few. Kick them in the nuts and win again. <laughs> I, man, I'm sorry. Like you know, as much as people want to hate Enzo, very compelling. He makes for good TV. Oh yeah. Who was it? Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker that like went balls to the wall with like tagging each other in a sack. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> it, was just, it just got ridiculous. It's like every time the Undertaker would see Brock Lesnar, he's just like, "All right, kicking you in the nuts." <laughs> That's the high spot. Yeah, <laughs> gotta kick him in the nuts, brother. <laughs> Vintage Undertaker. <laughs> the old punt to the balls. <laughs> That's friggin' awesome. That is something yep. wrestling's missing a lot of is nut kicks anymore. Oh, I know. Uh, one thing that I hate that. Uh, I wish they would do away with punches and just go with forearms like a lot of companies. A lot of, like, I mean, I don't want to say, all right, New Japan again, but, I mean, it's hard to make a fake punch look legit. So, I mean, why not just kill it? (laughs) You know, I mean, go with the forearms. I absolutely hate that opinion. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to go ahead and throw that out there. Hey, what well, I mean, you because something's difficult, you want to do away with it? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Punches are uh, part it, of it. Bad. It just looks awful. I uh, see. I don't want to see. I feel like all these other wrestling companies. What they're doing is, um, I, I mean, I know. I mean, you. Sh- I guess you should, to a certain extent, embrace the fact that clearly everything is scripted. But I like the idea that you're supposed to suspend disbelief. I mean, you don't you don't watch a movie and in the movie when people fight, they refuse to punch each other because they don't know how to make it look good. You know, I mean, you got to make yeah, it look good. Got to work on your craft. Those are movies that are spending millions of dollars, and these are just regular dudes trying to make something out of nothing. I mean, uh, punches look awful. I mean, they just do. (laughs) You think everybody's punches look awful? Stone Cold had this punch. Well, Stone Cold's looked weird. 
I didn't like his punches. His punch <laughs> was like he hit you with the the bottom of his hand and the front of his knuckles. It's just like kind of like when you make a fist and you just kind of punch punch somebody in the head with the side of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? He had some yeah. weird punches. <laughs> the, the rock. The Rock's punches were, like, so over the top, it's ridiculous. Um, I hate... Um, Wait, I like the fact that you're bringing up Stone Cold and The Rock's punches. I think this uh, this is a good direction for our podcast. Is It's two dudes in their 30s complaining about the Attitude Era. <laughs> That's it. Let's go <laughs> well, that direction. there's a lot. Man. Like, Shane McMahon's punches are awful. Dean oh, yeah. Amp- his-, his punches are... Terrible. Uh, you know, there's actually some guys that don't really use a lot of punches. I mean, when you know, when Daniel Bryan was popular, I mean, he he never used a lot of punches. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm just saying, like, you know, you're saying do away with something that. <laughs> I mean. If you can make a punch look good, make it look good and be the guy that can punch. And if you can't, don't punch. You know, forearms. You can go back into the the wrestling history, you know, the the rules and regulations. And I thought that the closed fist punch was actually illegal in professional wrestling. Uh, they I mean, actually, uh, this is the topic that got brought up on uh, Talking Smack, the, uh, the official WWE rulebook that got released. Uh, close fist punches are fine. They're completely legal. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a book. <laughs> there's a book. <laughs> yeah, it was either the Miz or Kevin Owens. One of them was arguing with Daniel Bryan, and he's like, "Have you read the rule book? The rule book says it." And he's like, "Wait, what? Oh, you mean you don't read the rule book for your own? <laughs> like, you know how Daniel Bryan would <laughs> would make something over the top real, even though it's, you know, it's a work. I love Daniel Bryan." Yeah. It's hilarious with the way he can sarcastically point things out. But yeah, I mean, and look at Jerry the King Lawler. He had one of the best punches in the business, man. And that dude's old, real old. Yeah, it's just from me. I, I just don't like the logic or psychology of it. It's kind of like in movies when someone gets shot and then they fly back like 15 or 10 feet. You're like, well, why'd that bullet knock them way the hell back there? Usually yeah. people get shot, they just kind of fall over. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I'll be honest with you. I didn't make any notes for this podcast, and I didn't expect this to be the, the direction we were going, and uh, I kind of like it. <laughs> it's a terrible direction. This has got to be the, the dumbest topic ever, but I love it. But uh, speaking of us, uh, <laughs> I actually wanted to, last week when I was bugging you about trying to get another one on the books here, because, I mean, we've got people asking for podcasts now, dude. There's like two or three of them, but people are listening. I can no longer say no one listens because they do. Um, wow. <laughs> but I was had just rewatched the. I don't know why I got a hankering to do it, but I rewatched the uh, Shawn Michaels uh, Hulk Hogan match. Oh my gosh, I love the way he sold everything. It was the <laughs> the, the worst. And and then in classic <laughs> Shawn Michaels fashion, he denies the fact that he was overselling on purpose. He said he didn't think the match was going to be that good, so he was trying to help it look better. <laughs> like you liar. Was that, like, was that Shawn Michaels on drugs or off drugs? Oh, way off drugs, dude. Way off drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's pretty much. You know, it's kind of like Metallica. Metallica was awesome when they were coked up, and then they stopped doing coke, and you know, then load and reloaded, or the reload happened, and it's like. Like, For oh, the record, I want to point out that the Double Naganaka podcast does not support drug use, and we don't recommend it. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, go ahead. We continue with your point. Volkswagen by Volkswagen. Why are we always supporting Volkswagens? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Buy a Volkswagen. <laughs> I have no idea what direction we're going in with that. Uh, so there's not really a lot to be excited about <laughs> in wrestling this week. Uh, no Mercy wasn't terrible. Uh, Roman Reigns and John Cena, that was kind of cool the- to see. Did you see it? Have you watched it yet? Yeah, I seen, um, yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, yeah. it, it had a weird conclusion. I mean, it was just, I don't know. I was expecting something I, yeah. different. I didn't expect the whole, like, nod of respect, like, Hey man, we're good now. <laughs> right, which proves the right that right there, one hundred percent proves why John Cena is one of the best that's ever been in the business. Because there was there was nothing. I even listened to him. I don't know if you listened to him on Edge and Christian's podcast, but um, he he didn't. I mean, I don't, if I felt like he kind of gave away the finish by talking about how he's not going to be able to do this. Um, he might not. The reason why they didn't save this match for WrestleMania is because he doesn't know if he'll have prior engagements, you know, with the whole movie career thing coming up to keep him out of WrestleMania, and and he doesn't want to miss his opportunity to have this match. So you knew right there that meant he was putting him over because he's moving on after this. But he he did such a good job with the storyline build, and he did such a good job in the match. I legitimately thought he had the pin at the end. I fell for the false finish, yeah. even knowing that Roman Reigns had to go over. So, yep, good storytelling. Really, really good storytelling. Do you and actually I, think that he'll have a successful movie career after this? He already does have a semi-successful movie career. I mean, I mean, I know it's not like he's not a starring role anywhere, but he's well-liked for his parts that he had in the uh, the Daddy's Home movies and the, uh, the Trainwreck movie. They're, they're pretty funny. So, do I think he's going to have a rock career? No, but I think he'll have a pretty decent career. Better than yeah. Stone Cold, better than Hogan. He'll, he'll probably have the second best wrestler <laughs> movie career in the in the history and, uh, until somebody better comes along. Jeez, I remember what was what movie was it? Um, uh. It was Hogan, I forgot his name, but it was versus Zeus. Oh, yeah, Tiny Lester. Yeah, what? what Was no it No Holds Barred? Bar? Yeah. yeah no they, they made that into an actual wrestling angle? Yeah. It was fantastic. Dude, when I was, I was a kid, I, that stuff was good. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this guy's was, so big. I was, like, I was legitimately freaked out by that guy. I was like, oh my god, he's crazy. I was Look like, Macho Man, you can't crap. line yourself with him. What are you doing? This guy's got cross-eyed. I love being a little Mark. <laughs> it took me like 15 years to understand what no holds barred meant. <laughs> you know, I mean, I always said it, but then like one day I was just like, no holds barred. 
Oh, I get it. No holds or barred. <laughs> That's good. Like, well, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> uh, but mean, dude, going back to the the range thing, I don't. I know you haven't been able to like. You you've been kind of doing what I do when I get busy and that you know skimming through wrestling just to get the idea of what's going on so you don't lose touch. But I yeah. think it's genius what they're doing coming out of that storyline because Reigns, you know, Cena gives him the nod of respect. And instead of putting him in a program where he has to, you know, like fight Braun Strowman, who's super over, and, and try to try to get the crowd on his side the whole time, they're putting him against The Miz, who always gets booed, and they keep having him get the crap kicked out of him every week, hinting at a Shield reunion, which I don't know if you know, there's definitely a Shield reunion around the corner. Oh, it's yeah. all but confirmed. Oh, yeah. uh, tonight on Raw, actually, uh, Sheamus and so it's Cesaro, because... I was wondering how they were going to do this because Roman Reigns, well, Brock Lesnar took out the Miz Taraj, so I was like, um, I don't, I don't really know if they're gonna, they're gonna either have to make Roman look weak to have him beat up by all three of them to where he needs Ambrose and Rollins, or That's they do I, what they did yeah. tonight and they throw Sheamus and Cesaro in the mix after. So what happened? I don't know if you even caught a little piece of it, but Reigns chased the Miz Taraj up the ramp and beat him up with chairs and came back to try to finish off the Miz and he almost had him. <laughs> Uh, and then that's when Seamus and Cesaro pulled him out of the ring and beat him up. So that's going to be a perfect show for you. It didn't make any sense. But I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, so that's... Uh, I mean, I really was disappointed in the Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar match. And I hear people trying to make it like, oh man, it was two heavyweights going at it. But... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's typical Brock Lesnar getting his work, getting his moves in, getting the pin out of nowhere. I liked it. Did you really? And I usually, yeah, and I usually don't like big guy matches, but I actually, I actually dig. I, I, like I guess it. I just didn't expect one F five to pin uh, Braun Strowman after Braun Strowman's been built up to be a guy who no sells the the suplex city. Well, I like it, man, because you know. You kind of get tired of the false finishes. You're like, okay, he's gonna kick out three of these, and it's gonna take the, you know, the fourth one to pin him, or you know, he's gonna do it from the top rope. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good point because they they did point out that that um, no one's kicked out of the F5 in a, quite a while now. So since I think since Undertaker Mania, so they've they built it up to be a killer finishing move. Yeah, yeah, but the was, match before John Cena hit 15 AAs. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, man. He sure did. <laughs> he hit a lot of I was like, all right, this is just this is an unnecessary amount of AAs. But it didn't get the pin, so I guess it's it was necessary. I don't know. Dude, I think Hell in a Cell is going to be pretty good, man, especially oh, if Nakamura goes over. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, if you actually think that Shane McMahon and... Uh, Kevin Owens is going to be a decent match. I don't think it's going to be a AJ Styles and Shane McMahon match, but I think it's going to be above average. Yeah, I mean, Owens doesn't have bad matches, and Shane McMahon doesn't either. He wouldn't work with someone that that wouldn't give him a good match. Yeah. And, I mean, you can go back and lock, watch a lot of old 
Kevin Owens matches. I mean, he's not afraid of violence. He's not afraid to take some really, really insane bumps. Ladders, thumbtacks, that whole shtick. Dude, as much as I wanted to see that when I was 18, 19 years old, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's not a part of it anymore to where it's just completely ridiculous. It was getting over the top. Or thumbtacks in every match. and it, it used to be shocking to see somebody fall into thumbtacks. Then it became like, oh, we yeah. didn't fall into thumbtacks? Oh, well, I think, like, better. ECW uh, set wrestling back. I mean, they, it just did not progress professional wrestling at all. I mean, it kind of made it a joke. It was like every match in ECW was a gimmick match. And, I mean, at the time, I mean, it was awesome because, you know, everybody wanted, fi- you know, fire and blood. And that's what they got. I mean, it it helped create the Attitude Era and get wrestling, like, way over in pop culture. But for the art itself, it set it way back. <laughs> I mean, it, it had to crawl out of the hole that, I mean, it's just, I, I actually can't watch old ECW unless it's Chris Benoit or Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, uh, uh, who was, who is that guy, uh, he had a couple sweet matches with Mike Awesome, he, his finisher was a, a roaring elbow. Something to not uh, Tanaka or was it like Masahiro or something like that? Tanaka, Masahiro Tanaka. I don't know. He had an elbow there. He had knocked the uh, crap out of you. Yeah, it looked it looked pretty stiff. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, they had some fantastic matches. I, re- I remember uh, I was a Mike Awesome Mark for a little while because just based on those matches. I still oh, have a table that my, Mike Awesome yeah, put somebody right through. Do you still have that? It's a table. <laughs> yeah. Yep, signed by Booker T. A lot, but remember that time we went to that uh, was it a TNA show in Nightdale, Nightsdale? Yeah, that was awesome. That, and that kid was so marking out for AJ Styles, he's like yeah. jumping up. He's like, "Yay, AJ Styles! I love him so much." And Do you remember what AJ whispered to him to turn him completely against him? I don't remember what he uh. said, but. I- Ever seeing the kid's face drop from like a smile to an instant frown, and then he's like, "Yeah, oh, you suck." And I was like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> well, to, well, to set the scene a little bit, the kid—we call him a kid, but what he was—he had to be like 20, 21 years old. Yeah. So he was, yeah, you know, he was a he was a big mark for the hill, and AJ comes out, does his thing, and then uh, you know he's like, "Yeah, you know, I love you, dude." And AJ just comes down, he 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 leans over. And he just whispers in his ear. He says, uh, it's not whisper, but, you know, kind of a low talk in his ear. And he's like, um, he said, man, he said, you want to be me so bad you can't stand it. And he walks away and he was like, "F <laughs> him, man. No, I'm just a fan. And I was like, wow, he's so good. <laughs> and then I spit on some Ojo by accident. <laughs> yeah, no, I apologize. For my friend gets a little excited. <laughs> Whoa, bro, you're my favorite rapper. <laughs> he turned into Daffy Duck all of a sudden. <laughs> Remember, we thought that Christopher Daniels was a douche, 
and AJ was out there. He was like defending him. Oh, no, he's got some family nearby, and he's you know wants to see them before <laughs> your accents for AJ Styles is killing me. Why, <laughs> why did you? All you have to do is talk normal, and you have pretty much the same accents, AJ. But you had to throw like a banjo in there. <laughs> no, I mean he's got family. <laughs> I'm AJ. I sound like Jamie Noble now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. We got to see C W Anderson. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. I, I remember I popped because he was from Huntington, and then the rest of you guys made fun of me because you're like, he's from any town he's in. You know that, right? I'm like, oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> I thought it was I another know. person from West Virginia. Like, I thought that was like Chili Willy or whatever his name was. He was from. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah. God, I think that was the first and last time that I ever seen Elix Skipper. That you did what to Elix Skipper? <laughs> what you said? What you said? Cut out! I heard you say that. I said that's the first and last time that I've ever seen him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a, this is what I heard. It. Man, that's the first time, I, first and last time that I, to Elix Skipper. And I was like, whoa, what did you do to him? Punch him in the face? That'd be awesome. <laughs> you, need, you really need to go back and insert a sound into there. <laughs> a, remember when we was outside uh, talking to Maven? And it was like, um. And then you got a sweet drop kick, and he was like, "Yeah, that's pretty much all I got." <laughs> and then you were like, "Oh, dude, you're like super jacked." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I've been working out." He's like, "I got this show that's a, uh, you know, it's coming now." Oh. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, man." <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know where it went from there, but like the, we kept. Uh, we kept up with the compliments, and I remember there was a... Uh, this is a PG show. Oh. <laughs> I know you're trying to get to the punchline, but i got to slow you down. He did well, say was, he, he, did was, say he was going to do things to us. Yeah, he was going to do things to us because we complimented him. Because so we wouldn't what? stop putting him over behind the gym in Nightdale. Yeah. <laughs> they had like 400 people attending it. <laughs> or such marks. <laughs> oh, jeez. I remember I told Spike Dudley that he was the reason that I started doing drugs. And he said, oh, man, that's not that's not funny, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just kidding, man. I mean, that's not because of you. That's just because I'm... Poor life choices, <laughs> really. <laughs> more, more than anything. <laughs> Because I, I have very little ambition. <laughs> I've never had a family that loved me. <laughs> and no self-control, honestly. <laughs> oh, I'm awesome. not what you would call a good-looking man. That's fantastic. I remember several years ago that I was watching Raw... And I seen your stupid face pop up behind Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> I remember I paused what? it and I was like, "Wait, is that Hash?" Yeah. Yep. Why does my face gotta be stupid? Right 
your dumb old face right behind Lawler. <laughs> I used to get so excited when I would see myself on TV. <laughs> Look at that, I'm a star. <laughs> That's what I are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good old days. I was talking to this guy at work. Uh, he's probably like 10, 15 years older than me. And uh, he was. it was Cliff Burton's birthday. And uh, <laughs> he came up and talked. He came up and told me, told me because, you know, he sees me randomly wearing Metallica shirts. And I was like, oh, cool, man. But I told him about how, you know, we said we, we used to sit there and watch VHS tapes for hours and hours and hours. And it, it was like, oh, yeah, man, I remember back in the day, you know, we used to trade VHS tapes. And, you know, it was like, things have changed, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> That dude's super <laughs> observant. Is that the same dude who was talking about Game of Thrones with you? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. That guy that I was talking to Game of Thrones about, he's like... He's like... You know that Ron White guy? The yeah, comedian? You, yeah. Yeah, you're just... He's just, like... He you could have just said Ron White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the only thing cool about Ron White is yeah. his humor. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, I made a comment uh, twice in the past two months because we've got an open position in my uh, at my work, and I've made a comment that I would totally hire someone based on the humor that could resolve later that, that could you know come from it later on. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm like, I can imagine situations that are going to be hilarious. So, uh, yeah, I would totally... I wouldn't totally do that if anybody is listening that <laughs> knows that I have to make a hiring decision. But, you know, in my mind, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's down to, like, you two have the same qualifications, but you're probably going to tell me a really ridiculous story one day that's going to make me laugh at you, you got the job, buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> life is all about moments my friend and uh, any moment that I can laugh at someone's misfortune it's a good day <laughs> it, let me let me clarify that statement someone's minor misfortunes their embarrassments yeah. things like that I'm not talking about you know yeah, like major. that one day that uh, you were walking up behind your house and uh, you walked into a log splitter and cut your knee open. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. That was funny. That's classic me. <laughs> Cutting my leg open and bleeding. You trash. <laughs> just, just you know me. <laughs> Saw my leg off. And no I, I think deal. that was right around the time that, like, for some odd reason, <laughs> thought you were, like, Don Colleon, like, with your damn cigars. <laughs> no, oh, that's not a real thing. <laughs> that's not real. It would be funny though. <laughs> Check it out. I'm smoking cigars. Pretty soon I'm gonna get this chest hair. It's going off. Dude, I have so much chest hair right now. It's it's unfortunate. I don't know. Your whole like your whole body looks like Robin Williams' forearms. Okay, now see, <laughs> this isn't just bust on me time. I don't think it does. Now you've seen her subconsciously or self-consciously looking at myself. It's not subconscious because I 100% like, did it on purpose. Oh man, I've always wanted to talk to you while you 
rub your body for chest hair. <laughs> what? Wait, rub your body for chest hair? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, cool. <laughs> this is also not the direction I thought this was going in today, but you know, life gives you lemons. I got up. You know, you hop on the boat. Yeah, I got off this chest and that leg here. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Well, um, amazing. Yeah, I was so little um, little fun story the other day. I was. The last time we did a podcast, <clears throat> I always, you know, do the editing, then upload it. Then the next morning, I'm listening uh-huh. to it on the way to taking the kids to school. And they were like, oh, you recorded another one. I was like, yeah. I was like, what do you guys think? I was like, oh, cool. And they're listening. By the Wait, time we get this. Are two... Say what? Your children? Are your what children about... our two listeners? Are they what? Oh, they're two of our. Yeah, they're two of our ten listeners. Absolutely. But they listen with me, so it counts <laughs> as one. <laughs> but then, of course, I probably listen four or five times, so it counts as five. So, <laughs> um, but but anyway, by the time we got to school, <laughs> Sammy's like, "So, Dad, maybe you could play some games or something on there." And I'm like, "Wait, what? What do you mean?" And what she meant was, we were boring. Like, like bored. <laughs> she was just getting bored, and I was like, "Oh well, all right. Well, thanks." So. I'm kind of glad this format's gone a little bit different where we talked a little bit about wrestling and now we can just chat a little bit. <laughs> Dad, how about next time you do some like Mad Libs or something? That's so funny. Oh, wait, never mind. Keep the little rhythm. <laughs> Which, oh, um, never mind. I thought it was a really good idea and I told her to dive in. Say what? I didn't hear what you said. Say what? I was I was interrupting. Oh, you. you said never mind. Yeah, you said never mind. Well, oh oh, to so the Mad Libs. Were you? Yeah, yeah I yeah. forgot I'd already told you about that, so it it doesn't matter. It was a whole topic that we already uh, discussed. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, it just would have been rehashing, yeah, no yeah, pun yeah, intending, yeah. a previous uh, previous topic. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> So yeah, dude. I mean, this is kind of. Should, the, we should the, actually give like uh, have. We should devote a podcast about how we became friends because it's kind of interesting. I mean, it's not your average friendship. Well, I mean, you know, we can yeah. we can start right now. We can tell the story. We can tell stories on here. We're allowed to do whatever we want, man. We run <laughs> the Double Knock and Knocker podcast. Say what? Kristen was sitting here watching TV, and she said, oh, yeah, buddy, you can have my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that was deep into the, well, you thought we were good friends at that point, and I still didn't like you. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I do remember the first time I met you. Oh, um we met at a movie theater oh. or a drive-in theater. That sounds kind of. No, it wasn't his erotic. girlfriend. Sorry, I was, Kristen was saying something. Uh, Does she know she's wasn't not on the podcast? Girlfriend. It was a girl that. <laughs> You're not allowed on our podcast. <laughs> no girls allowed. <laughs> Rah, get off. Go. 
Get out of here. <laughs> Throw a shoe at her. <laughs> get! <laughs> Woman, get! <laughs> yeah, the... Well, see, let's see. The first, uh, how we first started talking. Well, the first time we met, I was I already knew that you were. Um, I guess it's, I guess it's PC to talk about, but you were uh, a bit of a pothead. Um, a pothead. A pothead. <laughs> so I, I knew of you, and I talked to you, or I've, uh, Tim Browning used to call you on the phone. Um, uh-huh. and he'd be like, "What's up, bulls? This is my cousin." And, uh, you'd be like, well, what's up, guys? <laughs> I got him the smoking notebook. You did get him the smoking notebook, and that was He funny. literally smoked a notebook. Yep, rolled it up. <laughs> that is not good for your lungs. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, I knew you were pie head, and I uh, went to the Pineville Drive-In Theater, and uh, I thought I was going with my cousin and a girl so I could, you know, hang out with the girl. Turns out, nope. That girl wanted to go see somebody else. So I was a little bit down because I, uh, you know, story of my life, I would get down over women pretty easily. <laughs> and I was uh, sitting at a table and you came over and you were, um, you know. I was just aimlessly wandering around and, you, you and sounded, I see a sad guy. <laughs> and you sounded like <laughs> you always you always used a sound back then, which was like Beavis, which is awesome. Um, and I'm not making fun because, you know, <laughs> I sounded like Butthead. I was like, uh, no. You still <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> Look at me. Um, and you sit down and you were like t- talking about, why are you why are you sad? And I'm like, ah, I'm just sad. And you're like, ah, I would never be sad if I had a last name like you have. And I was like, oh, God, here comes this pothead going to be excited about my last name being Hash. And then you were like, yeah, my last name was Hash. I'll just eat myself. That sounds delicious. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he went with a food joke. All right, I can respect that. The pothead went with food. So uh, that was that was the first time we met. <laughs> so I didn't hate you. But I wasn't comfortable around you because, uh, I don't know. It just wasn't. Yeah, I think we had a, we had a common interest after we became minor friends. Was you know, coal mining. I had stuff that you wanted to buy, <laughs> and like, you, you know, smoked a lot of weed, so you needed money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was nice. How did you always have money? You were poor. I you had know. like government cheese. How did you get money? Uh, my mom <laughs> used to give me two dollars a week allowance, and uh, two dollars doesn't buy a lot unless you have a pie head friend. <laughs> And then you can get all kinds of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I give you two dollars for that. Like I need four. Well, you got to wait a week. (laughs) Yeah, you would come by my house on your on my way to see on your way to see my cousin, and you would uh, I would buy your stuff, and then uh, I would just kind of wait for you to leave. (laughs) Like I don't mean that mean. I just would. I just I don't know. I wasn't comfortable around you, and. and and then you had a girlfriend, and uh, I ended up hanging out with that girlfriend and started liking her. <laughs> yeah. And then I kept talking about her, and you said, "Dude, if you like her so much, I'll break up with her, and you can go out with her." And I was like, "Really? You'd do that for me?" You're like, yeah. <laughs> and you did. That's, uh, that's how yep. I got a girlfriend, who incidentally ended up being the sister of the original girl who I was depressed about when we first met. 
Take that for a story. <laughs> Swerve. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, from there, we actually became best friends. <laughs> even uh-huh. even after she broke up with me for another dude, I was still like, yeah, yeah, but Troy gave her to me. And you, you know, yeah. when you give another man a woman, <laughs> that's some biblical stuff right there, brother. <laughs> yeah. You were betrothed. I should have given you two sheep and probably worked for you for a year. I don't know. I'm trying to go Old Testament here. <laughs> I don't remember what the price of a white girl is. Basi- your basic that. white girl. <laughs> I assume there's some pumpkins involved. <laughs> yeah, give me like two pumpkins and a piece of rope. <laughs> you can have her. Uh, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I had to hook you up, man. No, I appreciate I like it. it. I know. I mean, <laughs> you never did your freaking laundry, and when you did, you put too much starch in your curtains. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> or maybe I do, but. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's such a stupid <laughs> slang. Stupid, stupid slang. <laughs> I'm gonna put this on the internet. <laughs> Not editing that at all. <laughs> Kristen's laughing outside. Dude, throw a shoe at her. I don't want her voice on this daggum podcast. She's outside. She's walked outside. <laughs> It'll ruin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> people will be like, oh man, this is another wrestling podcast. And then they'll go and listen and be like, is that a woman? No. <laughs> and they'll turn it off. And there goes all of our sponsorship. Volkswagen will call us and be like, <laughs> we'll have to go to Volkswagen and be like, are you guys still going to sponsor us? And they're going to be like, who are you? <laughs> We're going to be like, oh, I knew it. <laughs> Turning our gun and badge. <laughs> the new edits are. Uh... Edits or podcast. Uh, What's his name? Well, Chad Stevenson or whatever. Different name every week. Uh, Steve. His name's going to be Steve uh, Thompson. Steve Steven? Steve Thompson. Steve Thompson. Me. Yep. We'll call <laughs> him Scuba chief. Steve. He's a chief <laughs> editor. He's the, yep. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna be yeah, great. What? So this is good. This is good. This is good talk about wrestling. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, uh, here we go. Here's a here's a fun little game. Um, tell me uh, either an angle or a wrestler that you are a fan of, and maybe even still kind of the back of your head pop for today that would uh you would almost be embarrassed to admit does that make sense you know what i mean like if you were a huge fan of um, yeah like if you told me oh man my favorite interview segment wasn't the piper's pit and it wasn't you know edge or what was it called oh edge tv if you told me it was brother loves you know then i'd be like wow (laughs) <laughs> Something like that. I love you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess. Uh, a, 
Well, a wrestler would be uh, the warlord. Remember him? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was so disappointed when he got thrown around long, but for some odd reason, my child brain was like, God, he looks so cool. (laughs) He's a warlord. He's a lord of war. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't wrestle his way out of a wet paper bag, but it looked cool. <laughs> and I think at one point, Mr. Fuji was his uh, manager, I think. So one of but, mine that I still pop for big time nowadays, um, and I really want to go back and watch all the angles, and I know it was so cheesy and almost, I don't know, Probably embarrassing for some people who was involved, but uh, I, I loved Papa Shango. <laughs> I was oh, he used to scare the piss out of me, dude. Yeah. He made the Ultimate Warrior puke. I know, and I've totally. I mean, I bought into it. I knew wrestling was me fake, too? but man, I was <laughs> like, oh, they letting this guy with voodoo come in and run their fake sport. <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> You're a couple of years older than I am, so I was behind on the, you know, real fake aspect so i was just like well my mom kind of smartened me up pretty early i mean (laughs) literally we were uh you know if you have any kids listening to this right now you might want to turn it off for just a second um skip for 30 seconds but literally you know i had the little talk with my uh my mom about uh you know santa claus then uh easter bunny and then I was like, wait, you're telling me Hulk Hogan's not eating Eastern Macho Man for real? <laughs> no, that, that, that's not a real story, but like this is, this is 100% legit, I promise you. When my brother found out about Santa, he uh, c- couldn't stop talking about, I know something you don't know. And then finally mom was like, just freaking tell him. And so he told me, you know, uh, Santa Claus isn't real. You know, it's mom putting presence under the tree and i sit there stunned and i promise you promise you the next words out of my mouth were well what about the easter bunny (laughs) just like i don't know why that was important to me (laughs) and i think it's because i still have this in my in a scrapbook i still have this little article that um was in the newspaper Matheny, where i had a birthday party and the Easter Bunny came to it because it was on Easter. It was my birthday because it's in April. And yeah. so, like, I think I felt betrayed that the Easter Bunny, like, it was just a dude in an outfit that came to my <laughs> birthday party. <laughs> like, I'm not Why have cool you at all. Why me? <laughs> you lied right to my face. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Yep. That's crazy. The last time I heard of any Matheny news, I remember I was uh, searching through YouTube just like see if there's any videos of our little crap hole town. Hey, and, hey, uh, hey, I love Matheny. Don't call it a crap hole was, town. It was, uh, I was sitting there scrolling, and then uh, the thumbnail of the video was my uncle. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is Tony doing? So I clicked on it, and evidently someone chopped up his girlfriend and like left her torso up there like at Stewart Cemetery and had him there and I was just like hey man uh, let's help you with your girlfriend and he was just like oh I guess she's in pieces what 
Yeah, that's it. Is that an actual quote? <laughs> I don't, yeah, it was so weird. <laughs> I was like, well, I just randomly found my uncle talking about his disemboweled girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, but it was just a weird way to find my uncle. Yeah, I don't like your transition. You took this way too dark. <laughs> it's like you. Well, it's like I said, you know, like make sure there's no kids listening. You're like, oh, let me just pull out the big guns in. There's no kids listening. Talk about girlfriends getting chopped up into pieces. Well, let's go ahead and finish off that story from when you gave me uh, your girlfriend. Then no, let's not do that. <laughs> I'm gonna write a book, and then the title is gonna be "What Lies Behind the Lampshade." I was like, why would you call it that? That's a doe. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember. Why do you remember better than I do? You weren't there. Tell them a fan. <laughs> yeah, you are a mark. <laughs> Such a mark. <laughs> All right. like, is there any old angles like that? you really like vividly remember i mean other than the attitude era because everyone remembers everything about the attitude era i mean right. like i said you know the, the i think it was week one that we did this the macho man honky tonk man angle uh well everybody was named man back then i just realized that but yeah they were uh that angle was huge for me for some reason tugboat turning his back on hulk hogan <laughs> I don't know. I remember that very specifically. Um, uh, oh, the uh, the black what? scorpion. Oh my god, that was awful. Oh, I thought it was awesome back then. I went back and watched it, and I wish I wouldn't have, because I remembered it so fondly. I was like, man, that was one of the coolest things they've ever did. I've I've told people about it since then. Like, man, he disappeared from one end of the stage to the other. And it was like magic. And then I'm like, well, we'll go back and watch it. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is Shockmaster magic. This is not very good at all. So, yeah, that's very disappointing. <laughs> was it Rick Steiner that uh, strapped Abdul the Butcher into the electric chair? And <laughs> I thought it was that? Cactus Jack that took the electric chair. Really? I do remember. It was on Halloween Havoc. You might be right. Yeah. Like, oh my god, that's not wrestling. That's murder. <laughs> yeah, that's on the that's on the brand that your grandma loved and called it wrestling and the other stuff was just <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's the same that's the same brand that Sting had to break open a cage or Robocop had to break open a cage to get Sting out. Oh, I love Robocop. <laughs> they sold Robo like it was Oh my gosh! They Remember, there was a match with like, or there was a promo with like Rick Steiner and Chucky. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and that wasn't even in the '80s. That was in the late '90s, where that stuff yeah. should not have been there anymore. You know, you need to go back and check out. I think it was Halloween Havoc '94, '95. Uh, Eric Bischoff does the intro, and it is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, I just came up with a really good game. Oh, yeah? Yep. I'm going to pick a pay-per-view, and you're going to pick a pay-per-view. You've got to watch it before the next podcast. 
and I've got to watch yours before the next podcast, and then we just give a review. It's going to be hilarious. Trust me. Wait, so do I pick one for you, and you pick one for me? Yep, that's what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go with WWE. Write this down. Um, I'm going to try to go from around 95. I don't even know. So I'm just randomly picking this time. Next time I'll be prepared because I just made the supplement spot. Next time I'll be prepared to make you watch a truly epic pay-per-view of some sort. But watch uh, WWE In Your House 4 from 1995. Diesel defends his world title against the British Bulldog. Oh. Yep. Well... I'll say 1993 Halloween Havoc. 1993 Halloween Havoc. All right. Will do. I'll have that watched. I'm going to go to Alaska this week, so I'll have a lot of free time. Uh, Like, on the trip. (laughs) They want to make it sound like I'd have a lot of free time while I'm there. We'll go see my brother, so, you know, I'm going to be sitting around watching wrestling. Which, that's probably what's going to (laughs) happen. But still, I don't want to make it sound like that's what we do. Going on vacation. You wanna you wanna hear the lineup of that pay per view? Yeah, man. All right. Uh, starts out with uh, it starts out as a six man t- tag match: Ice Train, Charlie Norris, and the Shockmaster versus <laughs> Harlem Heat. <laughs> when Harlem Heat was Cole and Kane, not Booker T and Steve Ray. Wait, were they actually different people, or is that what they were called? That's what they were called, Cole and Kane. Huh. Then then you have a single match, uh, Paul Orndorff versus Ricky Steamboat. Then you have a singles match for the television title, Stephen Regal versus Davey Boy Smith. Then you have a U.S. title match, uh, Dusty Rhodes versus Steve Austin. Dude, this sounds like a good pay-per-view. Tag team match, the Nasty Boys versus Buff Bagwell and Too Cold Scorpio. Singles match, Sting versus Sid. International World Heavyweight Championship title. Oh, that. Wow, I have to look that up because I wasn't aware that. I must have completely forgot that was a title. Did you know about that? Never heard of it. <laughs> WCW International World Heavyweight Title. But yeah, the match is Rick Rude versus Ric Flair. Ooh. And the the main event is a Texas Death Match with Big Van Vader versus Cactus Jack. Okay, so you remember when they used to spin the wheel and the Texas Deathmatch would be on the wheel of stipulations? Yeah. Alright, so I'm yeah. like, you know, you gotta realize I'm like 12 or 13. And, you know, and I knew it was all work. And to me, they would never ever land on that. Like, oh, that's so dumb that they even have it on, have that on the wheel. It's rigged. There's no way it'll ever land on that because they're not gonna have an actual deathmatch. Right? <laughs> like, somebody's gonna <laughs> yeah. die? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought that was what had to happen. You had to kill the other person. <laughs> Death matches like the, the mushroom boys or the the fat Evan barrel boys. 
Oh, that was a good match. So you want me to watch In Your House 4, uh, Diesel versus uh, Davey Boy Smith? Yep. That's the in-ring debut of Goldust. Um, one, two, oh. three, kid, and Razor Ramon fight the Smoking Guns for the tag titles. And decisions are made on Sean. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but now I kind of want to know. So you gotta, I'm not gonna watch it. You gotta tell me what happens. <laughs> I kind of excited. I'm, I'm looking at the lineup here: Goldust versus Marty Jannetty. I mean, you know. Marty Jannetty was the Marty Jannetty of the Rockers. That's oh, 100%. That's funny because I actually thought that Marty Jannetty was going to be the bigger star. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you're a kid and you think the good guys are always going to be the ones that come out on top. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what was it that, uh, that Scott Hall said in his Hall of Fame speech? He said... Uh, uh, I forget how it goes, but like, it was a rhyme, and he said, um, something about good guys doing something, but bad guys. Uh, I, 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 I'm gonna look it up. You talk about something <laughs> else. Fill in some space real quick. I'm gonna look it up. Well, uh, uh, for some odd reason, I was thinking that uh, gold dust. Uh, debut was against Savio Vega. <laughs> no, that was a uh, Steve Austin's debut. Oh, huh. the ringmaster. <laughs> yeah, he actually was talking about that on on his podcast, and he was really putting over Savio Vega about how he taught him how to work and taught him how to like, or not taught him how to work, but taught him just, I guess, a lot of different like things in the ring. He, he really was it was uh, Omega, he was in that uh, faction uh, the Los Bariquas. Yeah, back when everybody was in a faction. Yeah, and didn't Edge break one of those guys' neck by jumping over the top rope? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. All right. So well, uh, so the last line of uh, Scott Hall's Hall of Fame speech was: "Hard work pays off." Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Yeah, that's a good speech. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> C, my friend. Nice. Uh, well, we're, uh, we're, we're actually, this one kind of flew by when we just started ripping on each other, so uh, yeah. this is pretty good. We can, uh, I remember, I realized last time we didn't really do very, very good on our recommendations. Um yeah, man. We got to review stuff. People want to hear what we care about. But what I care about is a Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good drive. I've never driven a Volkswagen in my life. Me neither. But, <laughs> but they sponsor us, so. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, leave that in there. <laughs> Steve. Good old Steve. No, um. <laughs> The, I don't know if you if you heard, most people have, but Will and Grace came back. And, yeah, uh, I, I always thought that show was funny, dude. It's We're, funny. I've never watched it. That's funny. It. First episode was just just like you know how sometimes they try to re- bring up bring back a show and you're like, oh, it's not as good as it was. Well, at least the first show was, you know, really really funny. Just had all the same silly things that Will and Grace used to be. So. I like it. 
big fan. If so, you could bring back one dead Game of Thrones character, who would it be? Um. Uh, well, uh, the the question is: Do I bring? Do I keep him from dying where he died, or does he come back? Uh, yeah, keep him from dying. See, I would have went Ned Stark, but then that would have made all of his children turn out to be wusses. So that would have <laughs> kind of ruined everything. So, uh, yeah, that kind of uh, Ned Stark dying kicked off the War of the Five Kings. So, I mean. Ah, uh, we'll bring back, uh, uh, Dr- uh, what was his name, Drago? No, that was from Rocky. Um, Cal Drago? Yeah, 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 that guy. Uh, that guy was cool. That f- I can't believe he went out the way he did, because he was, he was kicking that dude's butt. That was an awesome fight. Yeah, that was, that was probably, like, the top three fights for me. I mean, uh, that's him, uh, let's see... Of course, John beating the crap out of Ramsey, and uh, the flashback scene to where uh, Ned and Howland Reed and the rest of his buddies go to the Tower of Joy, where his sisters are giving birth to Jon Snow. Uh, seeing uh, Arthur Dane fight was pretty sweet because there was so much buildup of him being. The so-called, like, the greatest knight that's ever lived and the best swordsman that's, you know, ever. So, getting hit. You remember that, right? Was it the dude? You're talking about the dude that got killed by the mountain? Uh, No, 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 no. It was a flashback scene from when Ned was young. And it was Robert's Rebellion. And he went to the Tower of Joy to to find his sister. And there was two... What? This que- this question's not fair because uh, you're a bigger Game of Thrones mark than me. I just I just watch it for it being a show. <laughs> <laughs> I just watch for the you know the boobies and the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I like the story, but I don't I don't need to know all the like, you know, this guy was part of this house and this guy was the sword of the morning. Which I always thought was kind of funny because that you know like the morning wood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, the, whoever wields the ancestral ha- uh, house sword is called Don, which was believed to be, I guess it was manufactured from a falling star, and whoever wields this weapon. They take on the title of Sword of the Morning, and every time I've always heard that, I'm just I'm always like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sword of the Morning. <laughs> oh, face. <laughs> but uh, yeah, winding down here, man. Uh, I guess we want to wrap things up. Uh, yeah, man. Because I'm, I'm going to head to bed, get some sleep, go to work tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, dude, that's exciting. That's All right, well, cool, man. Um, well, I'll say uh, going into this coming couple of weeks here, I'm uh, uh, most excited about this month still, Asuka's debut. Um, oh, I yeah. just I yeah. hope that if, hopefully they don't screw her up. 
Uh, I don't think there's. I think all they really have to do is put the title on Shinsuke Nakamura, and um, it just automatically lends him enough credibility to to get over more than than he currently is, which isn't bad, but it isn't great. Um, other than that, though, I don't. Uh, Brock. Oh, did you hear Brock Lesnar was at a house show? That was kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Just randomly shows up at a house show, and he has that like that big Where? smile he has on his face when. When he's like, I got you, suckers. <laughs> you know, like after he he won at the fatal four, five-way, four-way? Was there four people or five people in that match? Joe Reigns. No, it was a four-way. Yeah, the next night on Raw, hell, he had that big old grin on his face. Yeah. Yeah, if you watch the video on the house show, he just comes out like, ha you suckers didn't think I was going to be here. Why would I be at this house show? I'm, I am. Getting paid. Getting Apparently, paid. it was it was a pretty decent match. But, um... Yeah, I don't know where they're going with him. I heard they're building a program towards Finn Balor at some point. But Finn Balor's still in a very random program with uh, Bray Wyatt. Which, oh, uh, go and watch this uh, tonight on Raw. Uh, Bray Wyatt uh, cut an interview. Uh, it, it was weird. The promo was like twice. Twice he was on the screen. Just kept rambling about how Sister Abigail would never lie to him. He never lied, She never lied to him and all this and... Then he started mm-hmm. saying Finn Balor lied to him and said that um, that he created the demon, but the demon comes from within, and it was all this weird stuff. But the way they closed it out was he said Sister Abigail was still alive, which is very confusing. Dude, and dude. then he he started like laughing, and his face turned into this like it looked like a girl, like in a veil, sitting where he was sitting. It was a good effect. It was a good what? Halloween effect. I mean, it's clearly nothing. Okay. It's not believable at all, but it was out. like one of those things that was just like, oh, that's kind of neat and creepy. And he started doing his <clears throat> Bray Wyatt laugh, and you could hear like a woman laughing with him. I was like, this would creep huh. out some kids. I was just thinking of Papa Shango and how much that creeped me out as a kid. There Ooh. had to be some kids watching that. It was like, oh, my gosh, Bray Wyatt. Uh I'm excited about the Punisher coming out soon. The what? The Punisher. That's nothing. To, I'm just asking you what you're excited about on wrestling this coming month. Oh, well. I'm excited about that too, but that's not. Ah, you're so off topic. <laughs> you're always trying to ruin it, man. I'm freaking <laughs> through with this podcast. Going on is like Oscar. Uh, <laughs> maybe the. Have you? Did you watch Adam Cole's in ring debut? No, I haven't got to watch NXT in the last two weeks. He he stops and yells Adam Cole baby a lot. Yeah, heck yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he got that over. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but you're talking yep. about the Punisher, Punisher, Punisher on Netflix with Shane. Yeah, I I gotta be honest. I love that character, but I really can't tell the difference between the Punisher and Shane. I really can't. There's no difference. <laughs> like when he's when he has Daredevil like tied up, and he's like, "You think you're better than me because you don't kill people?" Like, is he talking to Rick or Daredevil? I'm confused. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I can't wait for it though. It's gonna be good. I'm a better superhero than you, Rick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Did he just call? <laughs> Daredevil Rick? <laughs> yeah, awesome. Just kept rubbing his head. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I wonder if he rubs his head a lot. 
Oh, nah, sort of one. He's, oh, he's uh, a good character. It, All right, man. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. I hear it. I hear the music yeah. playing. Um, <laughs> another great show. Thanks everyone who listens. Um, and please, uh, yeah, uh, pass it on. Support uh, us. It'd be awesome uh, if you'd share it on Facebook. I'm talking to you too, dude. I don't know why you didn't share last time's on Facebook. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. You didn't share it, did you? No, I'm busy. <laughs> great. <laughs> You're too busy this? for our show. <laughs> what about what's his name? I thought he did. What? Nah, you need to get your staff under control. Well, no, I, I mean, I shared it on my Facebook, but uh, yeah, share it on your Facebook. I'll share it. Um, if anybody wants to, like, put any suggestions for things we should talk about, uh, you can email us at it's uh, double noggin knocker at gmail.com. That's double noggin knocker. Yeah. At gmail.com. We could use some Twitter followers. Um, Yeah. We're we're working on our social media. We'll have a a raffle for uh, Volkswagen. We'll be working on it. We may or may not be working on that. That's not confirmed yet. (laughs) We actually don't have as many followers as we did a week ago on Twitter. Um, I'm not going to say the number, but it's very low because we just started this Twitter profile. But uh, it's uh, at the number two Noggin Knocker, at the number two Noggin Knocker. So, you know, please follow us, you know, friends, family. Um, you know, it just it just takes a little bit before it starts cascading. Um, and we'd, uh, we'd really appreciate it because we enjoy doing this. And I'd like to have uh, to know that people are listening and. Like I said, chime in. Send us some hate mail. Say mean things to us. That'd be great. We'd hate like mail. that. Well, right, yes. dude? You're Absolutely. a natural hill. So if I could just get some Sorry. hate mail talking about how you overtalk me and how oh, your girlfriend so. talks in the background. <laughs> Fiance. <laughs> just any of that. That'd be great. But anyway, thanks for listening. And we are out.